Hey, goal getters, and welcome to The Daily Distance, a new daily series from the creators of We Got Goals. I'm Kristen Guile, editor-in-chief of asweatlife.com. In these short episodes, we're bringing you one daily goal you can set for yourself during this chaotic time, one actionable thing you can do to move your body, connect with a friend, prioritize your mental health, get some work done, and practice a little bit of self-care. And now, on to today's interview. And with me today is Alia Dalal. She is a health and wellness chef based in Chicago, and she has done a lot of workshops with A Sweat Life. Uh, most recently, we hosted a DIY spine, a spa night together using like household ingredients to make face masks and elixirs and all that fun stuff. And we're still feeling pretty relaxed from that spa night a few weeks ago. Alia, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being on the podcast. Um, I want to brag on myself for a second, like not to say that I'm a hero, but I did make healthy muffins yesterday on a whim. And okay, I used a box mix for most of it, but I still like to envision that I'm one step closer to being the chef that you are. <laughs> I love it. You can call yourself a hero. Um, for our listeners who maybe didn't get to sit in on our spa night, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you're all about? Absolutely. Um, so my name is Alia Dalal, and I am a health and wellness chef based in Chicago. So basically, I've been a chef for about 10 years, and I actually went to a culinary school where you study both nutrition alongside culinary. So those two things together have really been the backbone of everything that I've done in the past few years, um, from personal chefing to teaching classes, hosting a TV show, kind of all different things. But my um, what I really do now is I do a lot of recipe development, uh, classes. I love doing classes with the sweat life. Um, so hopefully we have a few more coming up soon. Um, but really just trying to help people make healthy eating actionable. Perfect. Well, in that case, since we are all about being actionable here on the daily distance, I'm excited to hear what recommendation you're going to share with our readers. So what do you think we should be trying right now? Yeah. So what's funny is when I started to think about this, I realized I really didn't want to give um, any kind of food related to, awesome. uh, which is probably funny. I'm sure you were counting on me to, you know, give a recipe or certain ingredients. No, I like to be surprised. Um, but really, I just wanted to share a practice that's been helpful to me in these past few weeks, but actually just helpful to me in, in various times in my life when either I've been um, maybe physically not so healthy or stressed or just feeling stuck. And it actually has nothing to do with food um, or fitness or really physical health. Um, but the, the practice that I like that maybe some of you guys have done, or Kristen, I don't know if you've done this in the past, but it's really stream of conscious journaling. I have done that. Yeah. Oh, so um, the, I'll let you explain it though. Sure. So the way um, I can give you kind of like the nitty gritty of of how I do it. There's really not like right or wrong ways to do it, but, um, and it's called different things in different circles. So, uh, really a way that it was popularized, a uh, number of years ago in more creative circles, especially for writers is through a book called the artist's way. Yeah. That's how I heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where it's called morning pages. Yep. Um, I, so I've done it sort of in that capacity, trying to like get yourself unstuck creatively. Um, but I've also done it in more of like a, I guess, almost like a therapeutic context um, related to 
more like mental health and chronic pain. Um, but I've found that it's just a great way to just, you know, channel what you're feeling, especially if you struggle with like kind of thoughts like repeating themselves a lot or just feeling stuck, feeling like you're having the same worries over and over again. I feel like it's a great way to externalize those and kind of get them out of your mind. Um, yeah. But yeah, I found it really great for creativity too. Yeah, I agree. Um, I kept it up for a, a few weeks, honestly. <laughs> um, but I would wake up and uh, even before I like made coffee or did anything else, I would sit down at my desk and just like stream of conscious write three pages, I think I did, um, about whatever I was thinking about. And like some mornings I would wake up, you know, really hooked on whatever dream I had just had, or I would be feeling a memory uh, that came to light that morning, or I'd be frustrated with something and I would get that out. Um, and I, I had cheated a little bit. My journal was like a mini one, like one that's like the size of your hand. So three pages in that is maybe not quite the the requisite three pages that the artist way recommends. But it was still like a fun way to wake up. And I, I feel like I have not gone back to look at those journal entries, which I kind of like, like, that's not necessarily what they're for. Like, they're more for, like you said, that stream of consciousness and uh, cathartic practice than like, reading over to try to remember what happened on a specific day. Exactly. Yeah. This, it's not meant to be like precious journaling or a journal that your great, great granddaughter is going to read someday. <laughs> it's really meant more. Um, and yeah, just, I can kind of take you through how I practice it, but yeah, I believe the, the artist way is, um, you do it for a certain number of pages and first thing in the morning is great. That's why they call it morning pages. And so you just, even if you're writing like I'm so bored. I have no idea what to write. This is really stupid. As long as you're putting pen to paper, um, you sort of are unblocking this channel between like your brain and what you're externalizing into the world. So that's why it's thought to be a good tool for like creative people. So whether you're a musician or a writer, um, sometimes that that channel or that tunnel between yourself and the outside world can get really blocked. Um, I tend to actually just set a timer. So I'll use like a junky notebook. I try not to use like my moleskin or my, you know, that any of those. The question I asked is what notebook you used. Yes. Yeah. So right now I just, I always end up with lots of notebooks, but I actually feel like using the junkiest notebook you can find is better because you're not going to feel like your thoughts aren't good enough for the notebook, which I know sounds Oh, ridiculous. I like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I totally know what you mean. I definitely have been like, okay, this is special. Like I need to write my special thoughts in this. And like, what, what even is a special thought? I don't know. Um, so I like where you're going with that. Right. And I think a lot of people who do the stream of conscious journaling, they actually just throw their pages away at the end of the day and, or like hmm. right after they're done doing it. Um, I feel like if you, you know, had fire or something that could be very cathartic too, Ooh. but yeah. I don't, I just keep them in a book and I'll be writing about, um, maybe it's just an idea I had, like you said, like a dream or a book I read or a movie that I saw and like some thoughts that it brought up. Sometimes it is more emotionally driven. So I'll be writing, you know, maybe about some kind of worry I have or something that i feel regret about or, or something like that. And I'm really careful to not like correct myself or try to convince myself of anything in this journaling, which I think in the past when I've journaled, you know, especially if you're worried about something, like I found myself being like, but you know, it's not so bad. And, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, wake up early tomorrow and I'm, you know, I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast or I, you know, I start giving myself like a prescription and yeah. 
it's just not honest when you're still yeah. in the the emotion or the question. And so I like just trying to be really authentic, say, hey, this is what I'm worried about. And this is why. And, my, you know, my fear is that this will happen. And, and you know, I think it comes from, um, you know, this one time, this really bad thing happening about the same worry. And just being really honest, again, I think helps just unblock that tunnel between yourself and the outside world. And for me, it's one of the best tools I've found for really dealing with, you know, emotions or anxiety. Um, the reason I thought I'd bring it up in this conversation is I feel like that a lot of people might be dealing with that. And we tend to focus a lot on those physical things, I think, especially in, you know, the fitness world and the food world, you know, oh, eat this food and work out every morning. Um, but I think it's really Im important to connect to your emotions too uh, and your intellect. And so that's why I found that the stream of conscious journaling, it's not precious doesn't need to be done in any particular way, um, but just free writing, set a timer for 20 minutes. You can throw away the pages when you're done, or you can just flip the page, but it really um, creatively, I think, helps give you confidence in your ideas too. So if you do this, you know, every day for a week and you're, you know, maybe low on work and coming up with creative ideas, you're just, you're giving yourself more confidence in what you write down just by writing it down. So I think it can be really helpful in a lot of different capacities. Yeah, I think one thing that I want to highlight specifically that you said is about like not being precious with it. And one thing I can't remember if I read this or if I like came to this conclusion myself, but when I was doing this method, I was consciously not editing myself. Like I would not cross anything out. If I messed up, I just correct it. Like I would keep going with it um, and not try to write for an audience, you know, like just trying to get those words to come as naturally and as fluidly as possible without trying to think about whether I was using the absolute best word for every single sentence. Um, and I, I like that part about like the acceptance that you were saying, like just being in tune with your feelings and like letting them come out as clearly as possible. Um, when you are doing this, when you're setting your timer for 20 minutes, do you do anything else to kind of set the scene? Like, do you ha do it at the same place every morning? Do you have a cup of coffee or tea with you? Like, I want to imagine what this is like for you. So I like to do it if I can first thing in the morning. And I'll be honest, this is not something I do every single day. I would okay. love to, Noted. but I, you know, I'm kind of like you where I've, I've done it for a little bit and then I'll get off of it. But it's something that I've seen at these various places in my life, like when I've um, either been struggling with something or actually for me more creatively, like. I've often been journaling like right up until this point where I, you know, launched a show or I had this, you know, really game changing business idea. And so it's something that I'm consciously trying to get back to. But I think first thing in the morning is really great for me because I'm not already involved in something else. Like I definitely, especially as someone who, you know, does a lot of work for herself, it's so easy for me to wake up and just start working because <laughs> you almost feel like you're always behind, <laughs> yep. you know, when you're when you're working for yourself or when someone's waiting for something from, from you. So I think before I eat, before I start cooking, usually I will maybe make some tea. I'm, I'm more of a tea drinker and tea is, you know, kind of slow and contemplative. It's hard to like chug a hot mug of tea. <laughs> so yes. I think, you yes. know, it, well, we'll toss a food thing in there. Um, but But tea is a great beverage for this. I like to sit at a table, um, but for me, I think the most important thing is being in somewhat a private area. So yeah. for me, it's often at the dining room table before my husband wakes up. Um, but if he's 
up and, you know, kind of wandering around and, and making coffee and, or something, I might go into the bedroom just because I don't want that audience, even though he's not going to yes. be, you know, peeking over my shoulder, but just maybe him interrupting me with conversation or just you feel that self-consciousness even yeah. with yourself I sometimes. totally know what you mean. Yep. So I think that's the most important thing, especially if you're doing it to kind of be honest and build confidence. Um, but yeah, no other special tools. I like uh, kind of inky pens because I feel like my hand gets less tired than with like <laughs> a ballpoint. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's not really something that you need anything special to do. Um, but I am, you know, especially this week, really trying to get back into that practice. And I find that it takes like a couple days to get going, but it's just something that I think could be really helpful to a lot of people. I love it. Alia, that's a great tip. Um, and I think I'm inspired to try it again, but I I need to find a paper and pen because this is not something that you can do on a laptop really, right? Like this isn't a typing exercise. It's like a physical writing thing. Totally. I mean, I'm sure you could. Um, and I'm sure it comes down to just what you're more comfortable with if you've, you know, if you're more comfortable typing than writing. But for me, I think it, it is all about that, that tactile, not looking at a screen um, and really just feeling more of that like physical connection with the words that you write. So I would definitely recommend, you know, a pen and a paper. Awesome. All right. So Alia is recommending a little bit of stream of conscious journaling, whether you do a certain number of pages or a certain number of minutes. Uh, Alia, that is a great tip. I love it. And where can we find you on the internet and what you are working from, from your home kitchen? Sure. So you can find me either on my website, which is aliadalal.com or on Instagram, the same thing. Um, So if you look up Alia, A-L-I-A, Chicago chef, you'll probably find me if you have trouble spelling (laughs) that. I'll link to it in the show notes so that people um, know how to spell. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Alia, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, it was great talking to you. Great talking to you. And for all of our listeners, we will see you on the internet tomorrow for more tips from our community. And until then, stay safe, stay well, and cheers to going the distance together.